0: everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Going the Distance Podcast. I'm Ryan Bunnell and alongside me is Elijah Span. It's been a while since we've talked to you guys last. We've been going through a bit of a, a shitstorm to say the least here in Texas where we've, we're from. Uh, if you have seen across social media, there's been a lot of stuff happening and some people have labeled it snowmageddon because Texas had a pretty brutal winter storm that safe to say that none of the houses were prepared for. I know myself and Elijah both lost power for quite a bit. And Elijah's been going through his own stuff, (laughs) having COVID. Yeah, eh?
1: I I had COVID during Snowmageddon, so not only did I, was freezing my ass off, um, I had to do it alone, and in my room, and I didn't have any fun snow day festivities.
0: Oh, that's rough. Dude, you didn't go, did you go out out in the snow at all?
1: I like, got to look at it, but I, that was pretty early on during my quarantine, so I was still like, actually kind of sick. Um, and so it wasn't, I, I would like go out and I'd be like, cool. And then I just freeze my way back into my house. Thankfully my mom's house didn't lose power. So I, I'm only about 30 minutes away from TCU's campus. So I just drove back home and, uh, and braved it out or quarantined there, but it still sucked. Yeah. My, was, my house was sucked.
0: down to like 38 degrees at one point cause we didn't have any power. So luckily my girlfriend had power. So I stayed with her. But that is, for those of you that aren't from Texas, this snowstorm was probably all of the snow that Texas has gotten in the last two decades combined into two days. Like, it was crazy. We've never had more than an inch, and we had six inches on the ground. Shit was nuts. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I could think of to where we were probably, like, this was, like, ten years ago, so we were, like, in middle school, and we got, like, a week off of school, um, but, like. But that doesn't even compare to what just happened last week. Like, that was insane. Yeah, um, that it was the, crazy. Just of how cold it was, it being in the teens for multiple days in a row, that's, like, that's... Dude, the, the wind
0: chill day. was in the negatives at one point. Which, yeah, for yeah. Northerners, that's, you know, that's fine and it's dandy, but for us, day. yeah, for us, that's crazy.
1: And, like, when people don't understand, like, oh, like... Like, I don't why is Texas freaking out about all this weather it's like oh because we don't get this and we're not prepared for this yeah like so and many houses
0: like pipes because, were bursting Yeah, a
1: bunch my, of shit. I went out I went without water we went without water for a few days so when I came back when we finally ended up had power because I I couldn't like quarantine properly at my house so mm-hmm. I had to come back as soon as we had power and so I had to uh come back to my house in Fort Worth um without any water so like yeah I, I think I went I went from more days than I'd like to admit, like from Sunday to Friday without being able to take a shower.
0: Yeah, dude, I didn't have water for a long time. Like, oh, well, I mean, my house didn't. Luckily, I went to my girlfriend's. But yeah, a lot of people didn't have water. It was fucking bullshit. Fuck ERCOT.
1: Uh, yeah, seriously, that was. And like, uh, it really gave me like, kind of opened my eyes to like, just like how uh, much it would suck to not afford power in the wintertime
0: yeah for sure dude for sure like
1: that made me feel i was like wow it it made me feel bad you know yeah and especially especially, the people that like died yeah i was just about to say the same
0: thing like there was people uh, that legitimately couldn't make it through that but not to get down on a down note but we're happy to be back and able that's why we haven't been able to talk about
1: sports (laughs) yeah basically
0: we've been wanting to talk about sports haven't really been able to a lot of shit going on but we're back now before we get into today's episode, make sure you guys check out our website at gtdsports.com for new blogs, and we post every podcast episode there as well. Follow our personal accounts on Twitter. I'm over at, at ryanbanel 8 and Elijah is at Elijah Spans. If you want to follow up with all of our gambling picks, you can follow us on the Action Network app by searching our full name, and that way you can keep up with all of our daily picks and see how we're doing, which lately I am not doing too hot, so maybe you should fade me. Fade. And i
1: haven't even been betting at all so yeah it, recently since the super bowl
0: it's been a rough few weeks but last but not least you can subscribe to our gtd sports newsletter on our website it gives you email notifications for every podcast episode to make sure you guys don't miss out on anything we got a great episode planned today feels good to finally be back in the office per se and we're going to talk about the tiger woods car crash situation and his brutal injury list, and hopefully he can make a comeback, and if anybody could, it would be Tiger. We're also going to touch on the Fernando Tatis Jr. mega deal with the Padres, the Carson Wentz trade, some other free agency updates in the NFL, a brand-new football league that's controlled by fans. And then also we're going to touch on the NBA midseason reactions and all-star lineup reactions. And finally, we're going to finish up talking about a brand-new combination of sports cards and cryptocurrency that's taking over social media right now NBA Top Shot. Yeah I see Elijah's nodding his head. I fucking love Top Shot. Okay we're gonna get into that at the end but yeah just stay tuned for that. We're gonna start off though get the unfortunate news out of the way. Tiger Woods recently got in a pretty major car accident uh, in Los Angeles. He suffered major injuries in both of his legs. They were Come, Communi- I don't even know how to read that. Open fractures in both legs, which means basically the bone broke skin in both of his legs, which is pretty brutal. No
1: way. I didn't know.
0: Oh, yeah, in both like. Damn. Yeah, the lower he shattered
1: his ankle too, right?
0: Yeah, dude, it was he fucking basically fuck. broke everything he could below the waist. Like it, it was his tibula and his fibula were basically sticking out of the skin. So yeah. uh, he had um, he got a rod now in his leg.
1: That's, that's insane. I remember, cause when it happened, this was, um, two days ago now, today's Wednesday, the 25th. So yeah. Um, or Thursday, the 25th, I mean, but, uh, so it happened on Tuesday and man, I was out, I was actually golfing with my buddy and oh, really? these, uh, yeah, these other kids that we knew, like, uh, were, saw us on the golf course and went up to us and was like, Oh, like, what's up? And they're like, Do you hear about Tiger? I was like, What? They're like, Yeah, dude, like, he might die. And I was like, What? Like, don't. Don't fuck with me, man. Like, Yeah. I'm like, like, Because it was a weird (laughs) thing. Like, Because I thought they were fucking with me because, like, we're on the golf course or something. I don't know. Yeah. I thought they were, like, trying to. Kind of ironic. Yeah. Make a joke. And so I was like, That's crazy. And then I went up to my buddy who was golfing with I was like, Hey, like, Do you hear about Tiger? And he's like, What? And I was like, Those, our friends over there just told us that he might die he was like don't fuck with me dude he's like D-. he got like because he's a he's a tiger fanatic like he talks about tiger woods's 2018 masters mm-hmm. at least every time we drink <laughs> and, um, <laughs> every time every time we drink he'll be like well tiger's the greatest of all time because he won the 2018 masters i mean after. it's a pretty good story but, you know yeah it's the it's the best but he he was like freaking out for a second and then he looked it up and he was like holy shit but thankfully He's wearing a seatbelt and he survived, and thankfully too that it was no like nothing sketchy was happening. He's you know kind of had a a a, tr- a tricky past, you know, with the DUI and yeah, and sex scandals. So, but uh, the sheriff's office came out and said that you know it was purely an accident, no drinking or drugs were involved. Yeah, so and was, it was like
0: it was really early in the morning too, right? I'm pretty I think sure it was so, like seven a.m. Yeah. But yeah, he. I saw him, uh, he's already like at the hospital. Like you said, he was wearing a seatbelt though. And if he wasn't wearing a seatbelt, the, uh, the people, the officers and whatnot that came on the scene said that if he wasn't wearing a seatbelt, there's no chance he would have survived. So that's pretty crazy. That's but, wild. and also he told Jim Nance, everybody knows Jim Nance, that he, Tiger told him himself that he's currently waiting on an MRI result to see when he can start training again. That's fucking crazy, dude like the day of the accident he's already talking about like getting back on the course
1: yeah i'm not i'm not surprised dude like i think he i hope that i hope that he can play again because if he does and he wins another major it's going to be it's going to be better than 2018
0: oh it would be amazing it would probably be the fucking best sports story of all time
1: that's what i'm saying like that's you know it's kind of my thought process here It'd be so much fun if he actually did that Let's yeah, hope he, the, I, I want him to so bad yeah now i am just, <laughs> just watched the tiger documentary when i had covid dude it's so fucking good you have to watch it yeah i haven't seen it because they they go into they go into his whole life basically this guy was raised to be a golfing legend like his dad um put a golf club in his hand when he was 10 months old
0: yeah i've seen like a lot of pictures of him oh, and stuff as a dude. kid
1: but like and it talks about how great he was like one of the best parts of the doc is when, during his peak, he's at one of the majors. I think it's the U.S. Open. And he, like, he's been training really hard. And I think he he might have, he had his ACL torn. But he was like, I'm going to do it after major season so I don't miss. And so he had a torn ACL. And... And then while he was training with a torn ACL, he got a compound fracture because he didn't repair the ACL in one of his legs. So he had a broken leg, basically. God damn. With a fracture, and then he, on one mm-hmm. of the shots, he hooked it into the woods, and he had to stand on the cart path to swing. He's mm-hmm. wearing cleats, and it kind of, I don't know, his leg like skidded, and he fucked it up. And his caddy was like, "Hey, Tiger, like this is probably the part where you should think about pulling out, and to save your career." yeah and then tiger looks at his caddy and goes fuck you steve i'm winning this tournament and then he wins the u.s open that year
0: that's fucking crazy dude yeah no i never like, knew that story actually
1: that's how badass tiger woods is so like if there's anybody to do it and come back from all this it's tiger woods
0: i mean he's one of the goats dude but yeah he's had i'm curious though if he can even come back at all let alone win a tournament because i mean the dudes had over five back surgeries and a shit ton of other injuries so like I don't. I don't know how much his body can take.
1: Like, well, and, and on top of that, just age itself. I yeah, mean, he's, he's 45. forty-five. Yeah. Um, but it. And if it is a career, like, you know, that's an unfortunate end. But I mean, it's still kinda, a legend. At least he's, he's still. At least he's still alive. Yeah, yeah. At least you he know. came out
0: alive, dude. Because there's just been way too many like. It seems like ever since 2020 started, bro, there's just been so many celebrity deaths and, like, athlete yeah. deaths.
1: Yeah, I was about to say, like, we can't have another Kobe situation on our hands with with Tiger. Yeah, dude.
0: It, like, that would be just as big. I mean, not to compare. Like, it doesn't...
1: Not to compare. Yeah. But, it, like, I mean, yeah. Like, he's beloved. Like, the, that dude at his peak, um, absolutely insane. Like, I'm telling you, for those who don't understand of how much of a big deal Tiger was during his peak... Um, golfing during his prime, watch the Tiger documentary, and it goes into like a lot of his scandals too, which is unfortunate. But like, it is part of his uh part of his career, is part of his life, and you can't yeah, really tell the story of Tiger Woods without going into all that bad stuff. But it's the man, stuff he overcame, dude, and he's he's a better guy now too, from what I hear.
0: Yeah, I mean, for sure. I don't really know much about him, like personally and stuff, but. You know, as a golfer, he's the goat.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I got into golf over quarantine, so I did some research on him and stuff like that. So. I've
0: been I've been dabbling a little bit on some uh, gambling picks. Like, I don't. I'm I'm too scared to do to pick like the outright winner for tournaments and PGA events. But uh, I, I like doing top ten and like top five bets because like, oh, okay. dude, just bet on Dustin Johnson every fucking time. He gets it every oh, yeah. time. Every time. He's top 10. Yeah. And like, every there's time. other guys like Tony Finau, like Xander Schofield. Like, they're all guys that get top 20 every single time. Like, it's usually the odds are not even that bad because, like, there's so many golfers, you know, so the odds kind of even out. Yeah, so they're still plus, right? Yeah. Sometimes they're still plus. So I just parlay a couple of them together, but I don't do it often because I don't know much. But yeah.
1: No, I actually had a friend that, um, Two three weeks ago, when Brooks won his tournament, he put like ten or fifteen bucks on Brooks and won like a couple hundred bucks. Goddamn! To win, yeah. Brooks to win. Bro- I
0: like Brooks a lot though. Brooks is fun.
1: Oh, everyone loves bicep Brooks.
0: Yeah, everybody loves Brooks. I've never bet on him though. He's he hasn't really won much other than that, so I'm scared. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think the only one time I placed a golf bet was for the Masters, and I put it on Deshambo like a idiot. I don't know why. I did oh, Deshambo, he's not bad yeah. though. It was right after he won that major, and everyone was just kept on talking about how great he was because he could just smack the shit out of it on the on off the tee box. Happy Gilmore, so I, baby! I, I bought into the hype and the ESPN stories sucking his dick, and but he didn't. He had a didn't very produce. lackluster. Yeah, he had a very lackluster Masters.
0: All right, well, moving on to some other news recently that we didn't get really get to talk about last week is uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. Signed an absolutely massive deal with the San Diego Padres. 14 years, $340 million that keeps him in San Diego until 2035. That's crazy.
1: He's the future. He's, he, he's now, um, one of the faces of baseball right now. Are
0: I mean, you buying in? Cause I'm buying uh, in. I like Taddis a lot.
1: I think. That when it's all said and done, that this contract is going to be looked at as a bargain. I think he's. I think he's going to be that good.
0: Well, yeah, because I mean, it's a super like at first you're like, holy shit, three hundred forty million, but it's like fourteen years. That's quite a bit. His his average salary is twenty four point three million, which if you think about it, is compatible to like a max contract for the NBA but Mm -hmm. the thing is baseball has a lot more guaranteed money yeah so So if he
1: can if he continues at his pace and his trajectory of how he's improving now then the padres save themselves so much money by doing this and Tatis made a good move by signing this going ahead and doing this deal because i mean if he would have waited there's a chance he could have got more money on a yearly basis (coughs) however i mean like it's kind of hard to turn down 340 mil yeah, um, yeah. When and the guarantee when
0: like that. It's like a long-ass guarantee.
1: When he's what? He's what, 22, 23?
0: 23, I'm pretty sure. He got I a $10 mean, million yeah. signing bonus as well.
1: He's only had two years in the league and uh, in the majors, and one of those years was a 60-game season. Yeah, so he hasn't so even like,
0: played a full two seasons.
1: Yeah, so he secured the fucking bag.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, to say the least.
1: Um, <laughs> he, he, he did... Re- when he did 20, what he needed yeah. to do. He's 22. I'm older than he is.
0: God damn.
1: Yeah. So it makes um, me feel like
0: what am I doing, man?
1: Oh my god. I hate it so much. Every time I, every time age. I
0: see a fucking like 18-year-old stud coming into the league or something, I'm like, damn, bro. I looked like a 12-year-old compared to him when I was 18. Yeah
1: that's it's we're getting to that awkward age where it's like we want to be excited about the rookies and kind of look up to him like oh, like we could have went to high school with this
0: guy. <laughs> yeah like literally dude zion williamson is in my grade like i've been following zion williamson's highlights since probably seventh grade because there was always ball is life in mixtape videos of him dunking oh, on people
1: he would always be on snapchat too
0: yeah he was like, huge like even things. in junior high like everybody knew he was going to go to the nba like it was a guarantee yeah yeah I but realize, anyway back wow. to tatis though he he has okay so the padres we're talking about you said it was a good deal and it, like they may save money in the end which you're right about the tatis deal but like tatis yeah yeah tatis, tatis. You, gotta, you gotta
1: get the hispanic names tatis
0: right. all right they're, right. they're, they're peculiar oh they're yeah correct. you're right there is an accent on the eye you're There's right an accent. yeah tatis all right so anyway fernando tatis jr is the second 300 million dollar plus player the Padres have signed because also Manny Machado's on a huge fucking contract. So how can they afford this? I don't I literally just don't understand because they've never been a top market team. They've always been kind of on the lower end of the league.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure San Diego has done decent with ticket sales. They've always done because sure. They have a really, sure. have yeah. a really nice ballpark. Um, and it's San Diego, the weather's beautiful. So like, it's, oh, yeah. it's just a, you know, it's a good thing to go do is to go out to the ballpark in San Diego. It's not like,
0: but still the Toronto sales Blue aren't Jays. Where,
1: let me see where the Padres rank in ticket sales, because I think that's, cause that's how, I mean, like, I feel like they don't do terrible. Well,
0: but, I mean, in uh, general, though, ticket sales in the MLB have just gone down and down over that's the last true. few that's, years that's
1: what makes me wonder about like how do they how do, yeah they, how do they yeah, how do these teams keep on shelling out all this money when yeah i don't um, get it league the league has been going down in popularity and in viewership and ticket sales and everything which is unfortunate because you also have a
0: most of their money though comes from advertising probably i'm pretty sure don't quote me on that
1: I wouldn't be surprised but
0: i'm pretty sure it does because they have like Let's huge see. deals and like huge sponsorships and stuff because so, i mean they still have a lot of tv viewers you know
1: yeah yeah well the mlb the way they do tv viewers is a subject of discussion for another day they get yeah. so backwards yeah it is kind of um, weird they they'll black out they'll black you out if you're in the local area and you try to get mlb subscription package it's so dumb
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how, like, uh, NFL Sunday Ticket, I have NFL Sunday Ticket for DirecTV, and whenever I try to watch a Cowboys game, I I don't get it because I'm in the area. But then I have YouTube TV, and my YouTube TV isn't connected to this area, so then I can't watch Cowboy games. So, like, I don't know, kind of weird, kind of backwards, but.
1: Yeah. But, um, okay, so I'm looking at ticket sales, and um, San Diego, even when they're, bad they were bad they're usually mid-tier so they've never been terrible they, they haven't been like losing money with attendance so that's probably has something to do with it i don't know i don't know where they get this money yeah, i don't I just, know where it comes <laughs> I know. from but they fucking
0: have it and they have they a have shit ton it. of it they have it that's what matters um, they can afford people like tatis hey I don't know, I mean, it'll he, probably pay off. They've yeah, been, for sure. I agree. I think it'll pay off.
1: This is just another string of just really good moves that the Padres have made this season. They traded for Snell, and they got Darvish.
0: Dude, so they they're pulled, stacked, bro.
1: And they already got... who they get last year? Was it Clevenger? I'm not sure, honestly. The Padres I didn't pay rotation.
0: attention as much last year as I did this year.
1: Um, But yeah, the so, Padres are
0: stacked right now, especially their pitching lineup.
1: Yeah, they got Clevenger at the trade deadline last year, and he's a really good pitcher. So, dude, yeah, that's their another top one three then. is nuts. Um, I mean, so the only thing I really don't know about is if they have a good bullpen or not, because that's the that's the make or break for the playoffs, and that's that's where they're going. So it's going to be them and the Dodgers. Yeah, for in sure. The, in the AL, sure. in the NLCS, but. I'd probably still go with Dodgers.
0: Dude, honestly, I, I might as well place a future bet on that right now because that is going to happen. Padres and Dodgers. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. But, um. But yeah, good for Tatis on this deal. He yeah, good probably made the right move by going ahead and only playing two seasons because if he plateaus, he's still a top 10 player.
0: Lo- yeah, and he still gets a lot of money.
1: He still gets a lot of money, so... Yeah, he's
0: a, he's a generational talent for sure, but it is a bit of a gamble for the Padres. But I I, I agree with you. I think it's going to pay off. I think Tatis is a beast.
1: Yeah, the only thing I can say now is that I'm so ready for baseball season to start now. Um, yeah, I'm pretty a, excited. a full season of baseball, not 60 games. I thought that the 60-game schedule was going to be awesome, but it kind of sucked. Um, because baseball is all about the long regular season. Like that's what makes baseball special.
0: It was weird, especially because last last that sixty game season was my first time betting on uh, MLB, and I placed a total of a hundred and forty five bets throughout the season, and I went a solid seventy two and seventy three and lost ten dollars. <laughs> so yeah,
1: baseball is really hard to bet. Yeah, it was it's fun though. Like, you know. Cause like any any like shitty team, like the Orioles could beat the Yankees because they play them three games in a row. You know? Dude, it happened
0: like, like, like all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time. So, yeah. but I like doing
0: over unders a lot more. Yeah, it's like, definitely
1: a lot more of a safe bet.
0: It, anytime make. like I saw like a really good pitcher like Snell or Glasnow or Darvish pitching, I would just lock in the under. <laughs> A, a U Darvish, the the under on U Darvish's pitching was insane. It hit like at a seventy percent rate.
1: Damn. Okay.
0: Yeah, so I'll I know get what I'm
1: doing this baseball season.
0: Yeah, just follow the pitchers' unders, bro. It's it's honestly a good strat.
1: Yeah, but baseball season starts soon. Spring training, pitchers and catchers have showed up. We will get to. We'll, I can't wait to do a little preseason or pre-baseball season preview. But the NFL offseason is still cooking. I would say the greatest NFL offseason of all time. It's already looking itself. like it. It's the it is another blockbuster trade has happened. It happened last week, right? So we didn't get to Yeah, talk we didn't get to talk it. about
0: this one either.
1: So, I'm very excited about this. Carson Wentz has been traded to the Indianapolis Colts for a third-round pick and a second-round pick that could potentially turn into a first if Wentz plays seventy to seventy-five or like seventy or seventy-five percent of the snaps, and they make it to the playoffs. So there's a very real chance that that gets turned into a first unless he gets hurt,
0: which is a very likely possibility.
1: possibility. Um, Wentz
0: has got glass for bones and paper for skin dude like that spongebob episode
1: yeah he gets he gets hurt a lot um i want him but i don't want him to now i want him to be so good i
0: I would like to see him do well with the colts like i don't really have anything against carson Wentz, other than the fact that he just is bad but you know he's he's reuniting with frank reich i believe is how you pronounce his last name uh and that was his first pro offensive coordinator in philadelphia so i think yeah he's with him in yeah.
1: that 2017 season
0: yeah people are saying that they they expect like good things for their you know coming back together and maybe they can play well together because maybe he was what got wentz going because i mean wentz wasn't bad his first few seasons he was a solid quarterback but then he's, after that injury
1: i mean like i've said before he's borderline mvp in 2017 yeah exactly but, um, I think that, like, as far as the teams that he could have went to, not a better spot in the in the league for him to go to Indianapolis, because yeah, it they is have, a good spot for him. They have a good old line. They have a good young running back. I think their receiver core is better than they get credit for. Um, their defense is no slouch. So like, defense he's going to a good team. Yeah, he's going to a really good team. And so, and I think, don't underestimate the power of a fresh start. Uh, you're right yeah with players and i think that i think he can turn it around i really do i wouldn't be surprised that if he comes back and he becomes a really solid quarterback i want him to really bad because then it would make eagles fans just scream <laughs> and that would make me happy
0: yeah fair enough i mean i i think the the colts definitely got a really good deal in this i mean you know just giving up a third round pick and a second round most likely a second round pick maybe a first but either way still a pretty good deal for a former second round pick and I just right now I agree with you that I hope Wentz plays well in Indianapolis and I hope it works out. But I just don't think he's that good right now. So I don't know how it'll pan out. No. I think was... they need to
1: draft a receiver. Probably, yeah. Um but I think it was really funny though, like when they were trading, or like though during the whole trade process, that they said they wanted a Stafford type deal yeah and yikes nobody nobody bought that shit at all yikes and yeah. apparently it came out too that the colts this was their initial <laughs> offer they never changed their offer oh really yeah so chris ballard colts gm just said hey this is my offer and he was like yeah cool like well we have other people interested too and he goes okay well this is my offer <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh finally finally they called back and they're like yeah we'll take it so it's like, all Chris right, Ballard, this, is, this is all we got. Yeah, Chris Ballard, once again, is showing why he's one of the better GMs in the league. I think the only thing he has left to prove now is to win it all as a GM, and then he'll get the credit he deserves. Because ever since he took over with the Colts, like, I mean, their franchise quarterback retired, and they have been relevant. So
0: Yeah, that I mean, that was, that was a pretty quick turnaround for them after Andrew Luck left. Yeah. It was only like two, three years until they got up.
1: Well, they went to the playoffs last year um, with the ghost of Phillip Rivers. And then the year before that, I mean, they didn't, it wasn't a lost season with uh, Jacoby Brissett.
0: Dude, I think Jacoby Brissett is severely underrated. Like, I think that if he was put on the, I think even if Wentz, like, goes down or something and Brissett steps in, then that'd be a better situation for him than it was three years ago.
1: Oh, well, I'd be ecstatic to have Jacoby Brissett as my backup quarterback.
0: Oh, for sure. I think he's arguably the best backup in the league. I mean, that I can think yeah. of off the top yeah. of my head. There I, might be I, another I solid one. I can one. agree with that. Actually, no. That. Andy Dalton. Andy fucking Dalton, my boy. Because he was a backup well, last he might
1: year. Be, he might be a starter again this year, but we'll see. I'm hoping. I've, heard,
0: yeah, I've heard the Broncos and the Bears are interested. All right
1: those aren't two great teams dude yeah if he goes (laughs) to the
0: Bears I'll be fucking upset dude (laughs) I'm a big Andy Dalton fan so
1: dude it was so funny so when Wentz was uh being linked to the Bears I know a bunch of Bears fans and they were just like pulling their hair like trying to convince themselves that Wentz was a good option for them and they were they were very happy when he got traded to the Colts yeah not they did not want him
0: Oh, I mean, it's kind of pick your poison in that situation with Trubisky and, and Wentz. <laughs> I mean, you never know, though, Wentz could, like you said, fresh start. He could go to Chicago and be amazing, but too late for that to happen.
1: No, I, I really do. I think, I think that he, can, he has a very good opportunity for success here in Indianapolis and that the fresh start is really going to help him because a lot of the things that were getting to him in Philadelphia is it just seemed like he forgot how to play football. I mean, there's even it got it got so bad to the point where, because the Philadelphia media loved him, um, but then they especially at first, mm -hmm, and then they released a story about him that this dude just doesn't know how to play football anymore. He's not going through his reads properly. He doesn't have the right footwork, and which he you know used to do. So they're just saying, and I think because Carson Wentz is definitely a head case. I really think that his backup winning the Super Bowl fucked with his head.
0: That could be a case, yeah. That could be a huge factor.
1: I, th- I think he's just the w- set, like... I mean, he's still got example. a ring. He's still got a ring, and he-, he deserves that ring, because he did... You he know, took him there, help. yeah. He-, he got them that, you know, 13 wins, basically. And, um, you know, but I, I just think that He just got inside his own head and he couldn't get out. And especially after, you know, Frank Wright. I don't know how close of a relationship they had, but obviously it was very good if he was playing so well and they wanted to get him again. So maybe he can reset him.
0: I wonder like how much that kind of stuff affects, you know, athletes, especially like in the NFL, you know, the mental aspect. Like, because I remember, what was it? Uh, I'm trying to think. Alex Smith got, whenever Colin Kaepernick took his job, Like, I wonder how that kind of stuff affects them, you know what I mean? Like, if it really takes them off their game, or if, like, I'm sure it's different for each person. Like, I'm sure some players are just like, fuck it, I'm gonna grind and get back and win, but then others are like, goddamn, I suck, and just start sucking.
1: Yeah, it depends on the guy. Like, Alex Smith got traded to the Chiefs after that, and then proceeded to have his best years as a pro. Yeah, I I, I
0: loved watching Smith at the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, Smith at the Chiefs were good. They just, you know, he couldn't get him over the hump, so that's why they got Mahomes. But like, good move. <laughs> it, it's yeah, I mean, obviously, but uh, it's it's kind of a give or a take. Sometimes it hurts guys with uh with bigger egos, and maybe Carson Wentz just has a little bit of a bigger ego about himself, and I don't know. It's it's sometimes you know, it's not what they say, like everything's ninety percent mental, and wasn't mentally strong enough to get him through it, or just you know. Got fucked up some way or another, but hopefully... I really hope he gets it together. Like I
0: yeah, I would guess. like to see him play well in Indy.
1: That would be really fun.
0: Yeah, there's, there's also been some other uh, kind of trade news, not official trade news yet, but some rumors. Uh, our boy Houston is fucked, okay? The Texans are just garbage now. Deshaun Watson is out, or not out yet, but he's going to be out. And J.J. Watt recently announced that him and the Texans mutually agreed to part ways
1: yeah um deshaun watson's actually really interesting i just saw um a news alert earlier that um so the texans are telling teams he's not available they don't want to trade him like they want him to stay put but he told the new head coach he was like yeah i still want out wait no that was changed
0: are you talking about jj or deshaun deshaun okay yeah yeah i was about to say i just i saw the same news post i was about to say the same thing yeah because, yeah, they, there's no chance he's staying, dude. He basically said that there's no way in hell he's playing in a Texans uniform again.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens if he still isn't traded by training camp. Like, do you think he'll start pulling, like, a James Harden-type moves? Or, like, Jimmy Butler when he was with the T-Wolves?
0: I don't think he'll be, like, petty, but he may just not show up. Like, he, yeah. may, he may just straight up just go to go train on his own or something.
1: That's more the MO for for. Football players, yeah, like, like Zeke, and stuff like, like Zeke,
0: that. Uh, his standout, Melvin Gordon, a few years ago.
1: Yeah, so I. But it'd be really fun if he started acting like a diva, though. <laughs> it to, would. I don't I, know, though.
0: I don't know if that's that's how he is, though. I don't think Deshaun Watson's like nah, that. Nah, I think but it'd he's be too funny. Nice.
1: It would be funny. It'd be just great to, to see just for Houston to go through it twice with well, two different, you know, franchise players I see them both act like divas.
0: Well, who, who's the first?
1: Hard, I'm talking about Harden.
0: Oh, oh, with the Rockets, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, was, I was thinking the Texans. I was like, I don't, I don't nah. remember that.
1: JJ went out as classy as possibly could go because that man, the city of Houston and JJ Watt are, you know, two peas in a pod.
0: Bonded together.
1: Yeah, I mean, what that guy did after Hurricane Harvey is just insane. Yeah, I don't think so there's any so much money. I don't think there's a better relationship between a city and a player in all sports. Yeah,
0: dude, everybody everybody from Houston loves JJ Watt. Like a few a couple of my family members live in Houston and they they're big Texan fans. So they, they've talked about JJ in general and like I, I texted my aunt who lives there uh whenever the trade news happened and I was like, How are we feeling? And she was like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, no. it, it's
1: it's big. Texans fans are depressed, dude. I was browsing Reddit and I saw like there's a there's a a post that like they released the the tweet that you know JJ was like announcing that he's moving on and one of the comments under the by a Texans fan was saying like um, I don't I don't see a way where we can root for this organization or team anymore. I think I'm just going to follow JJ and Deshaun wherever they both go.
0: Dude, and that's root tough. For them. Isn't that's that tough. just tough.
1: Depra- Could you imagine? Like, they're bumming out Chargers fans right now. San Diego (laughs) Chargers. San Diego fans.
0: Dude, yeah, honestly, like, I think, you know, I feel like my life is rough as a Bengals fan, but then I think what it would be like to be a Texans fan right now, and I feel blessed. Like, we have a future, you know? The Bengals have a future. Texans have absolutely nothing
1: now. (laughs) Dude, they just keep on showing why, like, the McNair family keep on showing why they're the worst ownership group in, in football right now. It's pretty bad. Like, they've surpassed uh, Jimmy Haslam with the Browns and um, Woody Johnson with the Jets. So, it's, that's... Tough it's, looks. It's hard, hard to do, but they <laughs> they, they,
0: they did it. <laughs> they went out they, and did it.
1: <laughs> Shit.
0: but um, a lot of other off-season news. Like, I mean, there hasn't really been big free agency updates other than the J.J. Watt. Mostly the Texan situation, but... During the off season, you know, if you're still trying to get your football action, of course you can watch some FCS because uh, Division three and some smaller fo- like college football schools uh, postpone their season until this semester. Or so, but also there's a brand new football league that just came out a few like a month ago, I think, and it's called Fan Controlled Football, and it's four teams: the Glacier Boys, the Beasts, the Wild Aces, and Zappers. And you may have seen a lot on Twitter and social media about the Zappers because Johnny Menzel is definitely the biggest name in the league and he he's the captain of the Zappers. But basically how the league works is it's streamed on Twitch and all the fans, the viewers get to pick the play calls as the game is happening. And they even get to draft players and stuff like that. So it's, it's a completely unique and different style of football. Very modern too with Twitch and everything. But... It's it's a weird format. The games are only an hour long. There's no special teams, and it's a 50 yard field.
1: Yeah, I saw I saw the highlights, dude. It looks wild. I mean, it kind of reminded me of a arena football, like old yeah. arena football that used to be played.
0: Yeah, big um, arena
1: football vibes. And I I was shocked when I saw it, and I saw Johnny Manziel was playing because I thought he retired. Dude, I don't. He, I never know what he's he did, doing. He he did retire. Yeah, he's, he's always bouncing times, around, though. But then he came back. He always finds these spring football leagues. Like, I thought he was done after the XFL I was like, no, we don't want Johnny Manziel. <laughs> so, I mean, but I mean, he keeps on finding these leagues, dude.
0: Yeah, I, well, I mean, fan control football seems like they might take who they can get because there's not many players. But, I mean, oh, they're know, ecstatic to get Johnny Manziel. Yeah, for me? sure. That's so many views just right there. But it's the
1: o- only reason why people know about them.
0: Yeah, and uh, I know for us there's some relativeness because uh, you know Cavante Turpin from TCU.
1: Is he? Is he, he really?
0: He is. He's in the league.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I don't know
0: what team he's on though. He just got drafted last night. But yeah, he's in the league, so I'm definitely gonna watch <laughs> the games this weekend. Yeah, but, I'll
1: probably I'll probably see to see it, watch a game for old Turp. I've actually yeah, old him. Turpin
0: time. Oh, really? How was that? Yeah,
1: I he came to, like, our friend's Super Bowl party just randomly. He used to, like, live across the street from them, I guess. And he just, just walked in while we were having a Super Bowl party. He's like, yeah, I heard music, so I wanted to see what's up.
0: Like, <laughs> I saw him, like,
1: standing there by himself. And I was like, what's up, dude? Like, what's your name? He's like, a terp. And I was like, like the terp? He's like, yeah, I play football.
0: I, I play football.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like... Bet you're good. You're All fast. right, cool. Yeah, come on, <laughs>
0: come on, like, dude. Yeah, there's. But I, I'm excited to watch it. I'm definitely. I didn't get to watch it the first uh, round, but there's more games this weekend, so I'm gonna can, look forward to watching that. Can we bet on it, dude? That's what I'm saying. I need a bet on it because I don't. I don't have a favorite team. Because I don't, I don't, know don't if really I care.
1: Watch it without betting.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't really be that much. Fun. Well, unless I'm picking the plays, I kind of want to try and pick the plays and stuff and see if one of my plays gets you know called
1: yeah that would be that would be that'd be kind of fun
0: so yeah it's like, like
1: kind of their whole it's pretty gimmicky uh, yeah it but, is it definitely know,
0: sucks the viewers in but that is that's the kind of shit i like so
1: this is probably the most gimmicky spring football league that we've seen
0: yeah i love it though i'm excited to try it i mean my opinion may change by next podcast because you know it may suck after i watch it but right now i'm excited to see it i've seen all the highlights and everything it looks sick
1: yeah, I watched a couple of those Manziel highlights. Was, I mean, it looked exciting, but like again, it's it's spring football. So it's different, yeah. It's different. You might have to um, resort. I need to start watching FCS. I wanted to this weekend, Me but too, I was, dog, yeah. I was dog sitting for my mom she, she went to Mexico, so I didn't get to watch too much sports. Damn. Taking care of my four, taking care of four dogs and my little brother. So
0: yeah, the FCS schedule has been a little bit wonky, so I haven't. Been... I haven't really yeah, been they, able to They played the on games.
1: Friday, Saturday, and Sunday weird. Yeah, it is a little weird. But Dion's there. Yeah, Dion Sanders. Prime Coach Prime. Coach Prime time. So, Big man. He uh he won his first game like 54, 57 and nothing. So
0: what school does he coach at again? I know I know he's in FCS.
1: Jacksonville State.
0: Yeah, I knew it was in and HBU.
1: I, yeah, and uh so apparently he got a lot of FPS transfers to come to jacksonville
0: well i mean jackson so, state is one of the better football teams for out of like the hbcu schools
1: yeah didn't they win or like came in second not too long ago i feel like they're always up there
0: they they have been up there recently i know but I, I don't know kinda, for sure they're like they're winning in records and trophies and shit
1: yeah they're up there with like ndsu and um god what's the other one james madison
0: James Madison's always pretty good. Yeah. James
1: Madison's always up there. So, and that were the Dinucci went, too.
0: Yeah, Danucci. Ben yeah. D'Nucci.
1: Yeah, Ben Dinucci.
0: Cowboys James legend.
1: that's tough.
0: <laughs> tough. I hate to see it. Yeah. But um, what what a career he's had.
1: But no, for the like, I think if you really need your football fix that bad, you should watch FCS and not <laughs> FCF.
0: Dude, I don't know, man. I'm gonna watch both. Fuck it. I, I need mean, my yeah. football fix.
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but
0: FCS is more legit. <laughs> like,
1: FCS is way more legit. It's real football. I, I like what they do with their because they do like a almost like a NCAA tourney style. Uh, yeah, their playoffs playoff and stuff. Incredible.
0: Yeah, it's sick. I, I wish FBS would start doing something like that.
1: And it's huge too. They have like yeah, don't they do thirty two or something?
0: Something like that. I'm not sure exactly, but th- I mean it's much better. Whatever it is, it's a lot better than the FBS's four-team playoff that's yeah. a whole nother topic for another yeah. day
1: but like that makes it even more crazy that NDSU just wins championships like every year if they have to do like a 32-team field in football that's insane yeah, yeah
0: NDSU a powerhouse dude
1: yeah but Trey Lance is not the pick
0: I don't think that. so either put
1: that out there but that's enough Talk about a second-tier football league um let's talk about a first-tier basketball league in the NBA so we're in full midseason swing. The all-star lineups are here. Um, MVP races are heating up, and uh, we have we know the contenders and the. Per- I don't know if we know the contenders and pretenders are just yet, but we got a better idea now. And I think so far it's been shaping up to be a really good season if the refs weren't fucking ruining it. So. <laughs> yeah, the
0: refs have been pretty bad, but oh, and COVID is ruining a lot of it. Because like last podcast, I know it was forever ago, but I kind of ranted a little bit about how I'm a Heat fan. So my Miami Heat were like playing like dog shit because they were playing with seven, eight players because half the team was sitting out with COVID the, the whole time. And the league wouldn't postpone any of the games. But since then, now that we got all of our players back, oh, what a, con- what a coincidence. We're eight and three in the last 11 games. Like it's almost like the COVID is the reason we were losing. But anyway. Yeah,
1: y'all looked really good against the Lakers.
0: Yeah, I was happy to see that. That was a big that was, win. That
1: was, that was a good game for y'all.
0: Yeah, huge win. But yeah, anyway, there's been a lot of people in the media talking about because right now it's kind of heating up the races and whatnot. You can see who the front runners are for sure for MVP and stuff. So right now I know that for MVP race, the top three is uh, LeBron is actually favored first, and then Joel Embiid is number two. And Nikolai Jokic, the Joker, is number three, which I'm pretty happy about because if if anybody listening remembers, back in the first podcast episode, before the season started, I made my NBA MVP pick for Jokic, and he's looking pretty fucking good right now.
1: Well, aren't they like the eighth seed?
0: Hey, who cares? Jokic is balling, dude.
1: I mean, Jokic is balling, but like, they're not going to give an MVP to the eighth seed.
0: I mean, I hope LeBron wins it. Th- I mean, personally, uh, yeah, be I want nice. LeBron to get another one. It'd be nice to like if Jokic wins because I picked Jokic. That'd be a cool feeling. But overall, I want LeBron to get another MVP because big LeBron guy here. He's definitely the goat.
1: Yeah, he uh he deserves another one. It's It's been too long since he's got another... And, I mean, he's consistently been the best player in the league, and it's been, what, eight years since his last MVP? Yeah, like, so, it seems like
0: the league holds LeBron to a higher standard than the rest of the players.
1: Well, they just got... I mean, they talked about it as, like, the voters got tired of voting for him, so they're, like, they wanted just the new guy. Yeah, that's stupid. It's, it's so dumb. The media will just sometimes just pull some bullshit like that. Because,
0: like, if you think about it, guys, like... LeBron and Jordan should have won the MVP almost every year. Like, basically every year of their career, they were the MVP.
1: Yeah. well, I, hope, I mean, there I are hope a few years like fifth. Kevin
0: Durant definitely deserved it and stuff like that. Giannis deserved one, like, for sure. But overall, I mean, he's just dominating.
1: I mean, he's always, what, top three?
0: Yeah, LeBron's always at least top five in MVP
1: discussions. Yeah. So, let's hope he finally gets his elusive fifth MVP because... Yeah. It's it's just it's really just about time, especially if he carries the team without a D. Even though they've been what a two game skid now, they lost the Jazz. Who, by the way, Jazz are
0: balling. Look really good. They've won what like twenty out of twenty one games or some shit.
1: Like they're insane right now. I think they're twenty five and six right now, which is yeah.
0: Well, but uh, what like I mean, out of their last twenty one games, they've won twenty. Like they started out like three and six or something.
1: Yeah, and they missed uh, Mike Conley for like six games, and they went
0: 6-0. Yeah, dude. they're, they're Literally, I wish I was just – because right now I'm too scared to bet on the Jazz because they've won so many games, and they've won against the spread so many times in a row that the market is kind of adjusting like against them, so I'm scared to keep betting them, but they keep fucking winning, and I feel like as soon as I start, they're going to lose.
1: Yeah, you don't want to jinx it. I mean, even last night, I thought about, I, lo- I really like Lakers plus nine. Like, I was like, oh, you should not give LeBron nine points to mess it's, around with. It is a big margin. And they covered it. Dude, like, I actually hate
0: I hate betting on the Lakers against the spread. I don't know why. It's because you would think they'd be amazing with LeBron, AD, everybody. But for some reason, they're just not the best against the spread.
1: I mean, it's kind of like the Chiefs this year. I mean, it just. Yeah, exactly. Like, spread. Uh, spread. It's tricky sometimes, especially when it comes to favorites. That's why I, I prefer betting dogs.
0: I don't uh, know. It's always scarier.
1: The Jazz, though, I mean, like, they're kind of one of these teams that's really – it. sorry, let me start over. The most interesting thing about this team is that they're leading the league right now, but they don't really have, like, a bona fide star, like a superstar. Like, yeah, they have Donovan Mitchell, who's – I mean, he is an NBA star, but I wouldn't say he's a superstar
0: yeah that's i mean he's an all-star this year but i i think i don't know it's tough well if you compare him to teams like miami because talking about the all-star lineup in general um i'm pretty butthurt because jimmy butler and bam Adebayo didn't make the all-star lineup which is bullshit but anyway and but then you look at the jazz rudy gobert and donovan mitchell both made the all-star lineup so they're getting their respect, but I agree, though. There isn't, like, a bona fide, like, star. Like, he's not, there's like... There's no Kawhi the, or LeBron yeah, or, like... not, like, the guy. But, like, Rudy Gobert is just, like, w- just such a solid big man. Like, he just does his job so well. Gets so many fucking rebounds. Plays amazing defense. But Donovan Mitchell is kind of rising right now. Like, ever since he came in the league, he's been tearing shit up. But he's getting better and better every year. But I agree with you. I don't think there's a bona fide star just yet.
1: Yeah, they don't have, like, that top five guy, like, you know, or, like, not even, they're not even, like, a super team either, they're just solid all the way around.
0: Yeah, exactly, they're they're just playing really well.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, which makes me want to root for them even more, because it would be so awesome to see, like, a team that was built the way that they've been built, you know, not really through free agency as much, they've grown, they're, you know, homegrown talent through the draft, and, um... It would, it would just be really cool to see because I'm kind of tired of seeing these teams that just have money in free agency and dish it out to like the best two players that are available, like Brooklyn and the both the L.A. teams. And Golden State. And Golden State. But, I mean, they're less much now that KD isn't there anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It would be nice to see the Jazz do well. I mean, they, they right now, they should be in the conversation for – the finals. I mean, they're killing it right now. If they keep playing this way the rest of the season, they could compete with anybody.
1: Yeah, but the road through the finals goes through LeBron James. And, Facts. Uh, that's where that's, it ends. That, yeah. That's pretty much where I'm. When I'm gonna put it at now, like they could definitely get to the Western Conference Finals. That's why they. It's really important for them to lock up that one seed so they don't play. They don't have to play both LA teams. Because if they don't, then there's, there's a chance that they'll have to. I think they could beat be the really Clippers tough. for
0: sure. Yeah, I think they could beat the they Clippers. They could probably
1: beat the Clippers. Because um, playoff P is a joke, so. <laughs>
0: he's a meme, dude.
1: Oh, my God. That guy, man, that was probably one of the worst playoff performances I've ever seen.
0: Just in general, yeah. And he's, yeah. you know, it's funny because Paul George kind of talks shit sometimes, too, so.
1: Yeah, well, he made that Gatorade commercial.
0: Yeah i remember that
1: ball have you seen the have you seen the meme where it like it's that commercial and he gets scared when he goes ball game (laughs) it goes to the shot where he just bricks it for the l No, (laughs) dude internet's
0: undefeated dude yeah people are so quick with stuff like especially like during the game as soon as paul george starts playing like shit there's gonna be 100 memes about playoff p but in general, though, who do you think uh, should be favored
1: for the championship right now? Yeah. Um. Probably L.A. Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, I They're agree. Just, um, I'll see it when I believe it. Basically, like the that's Nets. pretty much. No are not in the nets, but like for l a for them to like be declined or whatever, like I'm oh, just, I get you now, yeah, like yeah, they're on a little bit of the skid, but like Dude, talk but Lebron to me and, Lebron does this here. every
0: time, no matter what team he's on, no matter where who he's playing, like they can have a shitty regular season, get the eight seed even, and he's gonna come back in the playoffs, go yeah, zero dark twenty three on him
1: there's still gonna be minimum of three seed and you know, LeBron in the playoffs, they're going to have a fully healthy AD. I mean, talk to me later is all yeah. I have to say about that. I mean, yeah,
0: there's been a lot of uh, a lot of other like sports analysts like Stephen A. Smith has been... I know Stephen A. has been talking a lot about the Nets and how the Nets should be favored. The Nets are the real deal, yada yada. I'm not buying it. Okay, I know they've won a ridiculous amount of games against the spread, especially recently, but... I'm still not buying in. I don't think they're gonna come come together, come playoff time. And even during their winning their little winning streak, like it seems like one of the big three is out for all the games. Like it's either KD or Kyrie. Usually James Harden is there, but it seems like KD and Kyrie are out all the time.
1: So I saw this stat about James Harden. Where is it? He's
0: Harden's been going off. off though.
1: Yeah, so he's averaging twenty five a game. assists. I forgot his rebounds is because I'm still looking for it. I had it in my notes somewhere. Anyway, but he's having career highs and everything except for points right now, and he's had his lowest usage rate since he left OKC.
0: Damn. So I mean, it makes it makes sense though for him to not have as many points. You know, if you have two scorers like KD and Kyrie on the team
1: yeah but basically the moral of the story is that he's being used less and he's being more efficient so that is really good for brooklyn right now and i i think they're gonna be dangerous i think i said earlier that i don't see them going to the finals and i'm gonna eat my words a little bit because i think it's a possibility now because i didn't think it was gonna work out but obviously it has so far
0: it's definitely a possibility and like you said they are gonna be dangerous but I'm still just not buying in. I, I don't know. I just don't think that three... Th- like I don't know. I just feel like the chemistry won't be there between the big three. But I don't know. They could prove me wrong because I mean they're playing fucking amazing right now.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, hopefully Giannis can finally go to a finals. That's been escaping him. That's like the one knock against him now. Is he hasn't even taken his team to the finals. I mean, Jimmy Butler did it. You know, and Jimmy Butler. Yes, sir. The, yeah, but yes, sir. He, he isn't the same caliber of player as, uh, Giannis. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, Jimmy's still an all star in my a really eyes. Really good season. Oh, for Shaving sure. The playoffs are going to be really gonna great so far. Yeah, well, I mean, my also, Mavs are on the up right now. They are they're, they're on the really up. Really bad. They're on Let's the start. up. They've won. They're kind of hot right now. Luka hit that buzzer beater the other night against the Celtics, which was nice.
0: Dude, I was so sad, bro. I had Celtics minus two.
1: Yeah, Celtics minus two. Yeah. Yeah. It, tough. it is. It was,
0: tough. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. It was a really small play, half a unit.
1: Oh, okay. Well.
0: Yeah. Whatever.
1: Um. Yeah. And then, dude, can we talk about the rest for a second, though? Like, what about so them? How so bad they are? Fucking soft and bad. Yeah. Did you see that? So I made a bet on the the Hornets Golden State Warriors game um, Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was that weird situation where it was the jump ball with Draymond, and they called the timeout. I didn't so see didn't it, but I mean, I, I saw ball. like
0: the highlights of the game. Like that was when Terry Rozier went off,
1: and then yeah, and then uh, Draymond got a tech for because they the refs made a wrong call, and then he got tossed and then it costed them the game. So that was dumb. And then, did you see that JJ Redick video of him getting tossed? It was a second tech. I I heard about it, but I didn't see it. All right, pull it up. Well, I'm going to tell you about it. So basically what happened is JJ got a tech like minutes earlier in the game because uh, he contested a, a foul call because he told the ref, he's like, you know that's a fucking foul. And so he got, he got teed for that, and he was like, oh, okay, whatever. So then a couple plays later... Uh, another foul gets called on the play and then he's holding the ball and then he spins the ball to the ref like a spin pass and it hits the ref's leg and he gets he gets called another T for him to get tossed as a second T.
0: am watching it right now I'm pulling it up
1: okay it's literally the softest shit a ref can. do so
0: he's just playing basic defense and then he goes up he barely even touches the guy Did they call a foul on that?
1: yeah but Wait for him to grab the ball.
0: There's the tech right there.
1: Yeah. That's it. When he threw the ball and he had the whistle in his mouth already. I didn't even like, I missed it. Like what the fuck happened? Yeah, you didn't understand. No, so rewind it. It's when he, it's when he passes the ball to the ref. Yeah, what the fuck? No, it's what I'm saying. It's literally the softest shit I've ever seen.
0: I don't understand that, yeah.
1: No, it it's – and, like, he talked about it too on his podcast, which, by the way, like, J.J. Reddick probably has the best basketball podcast by a player right now. It's pretty good.
0: Um, I've heard good things about it.
1: He was, like – he was saying, he's like, yeah, I didn't really understand, like, why I got a on that because he's – I do spin passes like that all the time. So that's probably one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Um Yeah.
0: Well, I've seen I've heard a lot recently about NBA refs in general. I saw this one uh video on YouTube. It was like a, a Zoom interview with a former NBA referee and they asked basically, they said, like, hey, do the refs have any stake in this kind of in like the games, in like the, the playoff games or the big situation? And he goes, Oh well yeah, like we don't really like control it per se. But he was like, But we always have like meetings before the games in the league, like the NBA tells us what to look for with each team and they basically like brainwash the officiating crew to make calls on like plays that like certain players are known to do. And it's like really, it like dives deep into it's really specific, but, and he basically said like, if a team is up three to zero in a series, then like nine times out of 10, the team that's down three Oh is going to get the call in the favor because the NBA wants that series to be extended as long as possible.
1: Yeah. Um I I definitely believe that. I mean it's just pretty much the same thing with like Tom Brady getting sketchy. all the calls that he wants. You know? Yeah, sketchy. But, but that's a league wide thing with the NBA. I mean, I you could probably make the argument that um uh, officiating is probably the worst problem that the league has right now for on on court play. You know, and it's kind of been that way for a couple of years that players and uh um refs have kind of been at each other's throats for like a few years now yeah it seems like it hasn't gotten any better and it doesn't help that the refs act like little bitches with jj reddick because like that, <laughs> that is the yeah the whistle is their power man oh my god like that ref should be fined and suspended have to fire him i mean don't i don't think he should lose his job but he should nah, I'm get re- I'm reprimanded kidding. you know i'm
0: exaggerating but yeah, no, for sure. there should be. They should give him back in training
1: or something. Just give him a tutorial. Yeah. But something even dumber than officiating right now, NBA Top Shot, you're Fuck all you. in on it.
0: Fuck you. I can't Tell believe me you think it's it. dumb. Oh, right, nice. yeah, we, we haven't talked about it yet, so I'm excited to see your fucking take on this. Anyway, for those that don't know, NBA Top Shot is a brand new... I don't really know how to explain it because I don't understand it really, but it's fucking awesome. It's basically a combination of sports cards and cryptocurrency combined. And it's a completely virtual format. It's on NBA Top Shots website. And basically like there are packs, like same thing as a sports card pack that you get. And each of them have a moment. And basically the moment is a a video highlight of a player. Like for example, there's a Tyler Harrow three pointer and like, the, there's like a market for it though, because each of the moments and stuff like that, they're all unique, like digitally unique. There's only like one thousand of them ever made, depending on like how limited of one you get. And it it, it seems it sounds dumb, right? Is, is one of those
1: a thousand on YouTube? What do you mean? Like, can you you can see the same exact highlight that you're yes. buying on yes. YouTube? Yes, that that's why it seems. See, that's dumb. so fucking dumb. That's, that's so why it's dumb. Seems
0: dumb. But, but here, bro, but it's like the way, I don't understand it, okay? I'm telling you, but it's the way that, like, the digital uniqueness works that gives it value, and, like, it's basically cryptocurrency that the market rises and falls, and, like, there, like, LeBron James, there was a moment that just sold for $200,000. Like, what the
1: fuck? This seems like Dogecoin,
0: exactly but and doge even coin's more working. Stupid.
1: Dogecoin's coins wor- Dogecoin's stupid
0: so, doge coins okay why do you think it's done i
1: i get because like i get cryptocurrency because it's it's a different form of currency it's almost like exchanging currencies between nations you know but this is literally just a sports highlight that you can find on youtube that you buy and you say this is basically saying like me taking a shit and then <laughs> wrapping it up and saying this shit is worth ten thousand dollars Dude, and that is going to be like not what it is. That's be like that shit's worth ten thousand dollars. I should probably buy it because then I could say that I bought shit for ten thousand dollars. That's no, literally what this is. That is no okay. You no, the they fucking put they fucking put perfume and glitter on a pile of shit, dude. No, and they're making money off of it. No, that's
0: what it is, dude. Okay, you brought up the cryptocurrency comparison and like you know how you said it's an actual you know currency that people can accept and stuff but bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency that is accepted virtually everywhere and like online and stuff no none of the other like 20s and hundreds of cryptocurrencies yeah, but out those there those are going to
1: go up those are going to those are going to start the more and more we get into cryptocurrency the oh, more and more it's going to be why? accepted so why because would that Because it's a fucking work? highlight reel it's <laughs> not a, it's not real it's not real, dude. You can find this shit on YouTube. It is code.
0: It's code, Elijah. I don't understand it, but it's fucking code. It works. I don't get it either, no, but it's I'm good not stuff. buying into this one. Dude, I don't care into. what it takes. I'm going to spend. I'm thinking about buying a pack, but the pa- they see the way they do it is they release packs as like drops, like kind of like how shoes release. And they only release 5,000 at a time, and there're like 100,000 people on it at the same time. So Basically your only chance is to buy stuff in the marketplace. So I'm thinking about putting in like $100 on a hundred dollars on a shy Gilgis Alexander moment. Cause bro, he's got potential. He's going off this season. And it's gonna go up, Elijah, and I'm gonna make a lot of money.
1: I mean he did at 42 against the Spurs last night.
0: But Yeah, he's baller.
1: That doesn't mean a moment of his career is worth hundreds of dollars, dude. I don't I don't get it. I just I think this is just one of those things. Where the internet is just kind of like, let's all hop on this and figure out a way to scam people out of money and make money. And it's so dumb and absurd that other people are getting in on it because they, I look, I went on the website, like it's, it, it's a cool website. Like, I guess like it's kind of, I could see how people could buy into this cause it looks legit, but
0: dude, it is, it's it, like, it is kind of interesting how, okay, bro, the shy, g- I just looked it up. The Shy Gilgis Alexander moment that I was talking about buying—it was sixty dollars yesterday, and after his forty-two point game, it's eighty dollars. I could have already had a twenty-dollar profit. Uh, I'm just saying, bro. Like I don't understand it, and it's also weird because, like, so, like, for example, the Shy Gilgis Alexander moment—there is exactly fifteen thousand of them produced, but. If you have like the number one of fifteen thousand produced, it's going to be worth like five times as more. I don't understand why, but it just is.
1: Dude, shit like this just pisses me off because there's so many dumb ways to make money. Dude, but I I, I, love I it, can't dude. figure out how to get on any of them. I get I tried sucked the stock in so game. Easy. I tried the stock game. I got burned by AMC. Got burned by GameStop. They're trying to. They're like making a comeback right yeah, now. It's I fucking. I'm back staying now. away. I'm staying away from it because like me too. I'm done. Yeah, me I'm done. Too.
0: I actually, I bounced back after, I got fucked by AMC two pretty hard, but I, I, I made a couple call options on a few other stocks that made my money back, but in general, that was not a fun experience.
1: I'm thinking about pulling out my all my money that I have in the stock market and just putting it all into Bitcoin.
0: Dude, no, put it all into Top Shot, I'm telling you. <laughs>
1: I'm not doing that.
0: Dude, I'm gonna, you know what I should do? I should just take all my money out of Robinhood, because fuck Robinhood. And just put all of it in the NBA Top Shot. All of it. And let it ride, baby. Sure. Diamond. Sure. Sure. Dude, I'm telling you, when I'm driving a fucking Porsche and living on a
1: yacht, you're going to be like, oh, I wish I got into a Top Shot. Yeah, you'll be like uh, like those people who are like, oh, man, if I I didn't uh, sell my Bitcoin in 2007 or 2012 for fat Molly Rocks, I'd be driving like seven Teslas right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, except that's you a Top Shot. Dude, it could be, though. It
0: could blow up. Like, it's just now starting. The time is now to get I don't.
1: In. I don't think there's enough sports basketball fans to make it that kind of whatever. Let's Dude, I don't it. know. We'll see. This was a fun show. <laughs> yeah, this was fun. <laughs> Good way to end it. Uh, All right. Thanks for was, listening, everybody. Yeah,
0: it was nice being back, uh, able to record another episode. We appreciate everybody that's been listening, following along with the podcast. And uh, we'll be back with another episode next week, and hopefully we can get some gambling content out for you guys as well.
1: Yes, sir. Barring any deadly once-in-a-lifetime snowstorms, we will be back. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening.